0: I'm Bella Hilton, and you're listening to the Miracles Happen podcast from Studio Fertility. This podcast explores the power of the mind, the mind-body connection, and other supportive mindset techniques to help you to not only cope on this journey, but to thrive. In each episode, we'll do a deep dive into a different topic to explore the things that can support you in being more fertile, conceiving your baby and make a huge difference to your life. You are powerful, and you have dreams. And when you get your mind on board with your deepest desires, well, miracles happen. Hey everyone, beautiful ladies, I'm Belle Hilton, host of the Miracles Happen, Discovering the power of your mind and emotions on the journey to conceiving your baby podcast. And welcome to another episode where we're going to do a deep dive into the wonderful world of fertility, of empowering ourselves on this journey rather than feeling the victim to our circumstances. So today, I really wanted to talk to you about something that's become somewhat of a buzzword or a, a buzz thing, which is visualization. Because actually, today we're going to explore the question of visualization and if it works on the fertility journey. So does visualization work with a fertility journey? Well the answer to this question is a simple yes and no. Okay so not that simple after all. So why do we even want to do some visualizations on our fertility journey? Let's start here. Because it can sound like a lot of, you know, positive psychology rah-rah, right? Particularly if you have PCOS or endometriosis or something else physical that seems like, it, like it's creating an obstacle to your success of holding your baby in your arms. You know, like how the hell can visualization get me to have a baby when I'm not ovulating or I've got low AMH or even my last IVF cycle, cycle you know, failed or whatever it is for you because the simple thing is that visualization can work on many different levels and I teach visualization in a cross-contextual sense as in the patterns we have in one part of our life show up in other parts of our life the emotions that we have in one part of our life show up in other parts of our life and underpinning all these patterns are usually a lot of unconscious thoughts and beliefs and an addiction to feeling the way we feel. Now, the truth is, we are already visualizing things in our mind anyway. We aren't separate from our minds and thoughts. We aren't separate from our bodies, and we are not separate from our current visualizations. So let's talk about this in terms of heights, for example. There are a lot of people who are afraid of heights, and quite honestly, it's something I'm more challenged with the older I get. Maybe because I have a greater sense of my mortality or I have more at stake now than I ever had before. And of course, because my brain is more developed from when I was a kid, when I was fearless of heights. And I experienced this recently when I went indoor rock climbing. When I climbed to the top, I had my eyes firmly up with my eye on the prize of reaching the top of the wall. But when I got to the top and looked down, I freaked out just a little bit seeing how high I was. Now, I was perfectly safe with a harness and all of that, but my mind freaked out a little bit. So why did I freak out when I was perfectly safe? Well, because when we're afraid of heights, there's a little thought process going on behind the scenes that is kicked into action, and we're basically visualizing ourselves going splat. We are preempting in our mind what could go wrong. Now, has anything gone wrong in that moment? No, it hasn't. But our mind is already kicked into action in a split second and our body is flooded with chemicals and the stress response, you know, and hormones kick in and we have physical reactions and strong emotions. And when I got down off the wall, I was a little shaky because that's how it you know, played out in my body. You know, I wasn't too bad because I didn't freak out that much. It was a split second freak out before I quickly settled my mind down like I know how to do. And again, you know, we talk about having a strong mind-body energy connection in this podcast, but the thing is you have never detached from having this. What we're always talking about is having a strong mind-body energy connection um, that we actually want to have and are more consciously aware of. One that we're influencing and creating, not one that we are victim to unconsciously. So if we're constantly visualizing things anyway, wouldn't it actually make sense to have the visualizations that you actually want to have of how your future will go? It makes perfect sense then, right? And if you don't have some vision of your future, how will you know what direction to go in? Do you know one of the hardest questions I ask people in life is, what do you want? about any area of their life situations their feelings anything and most answer me with what um, it is they don't want I want to feel less anxious and not feel so sad all the time and then they usually tell me a story of why they feel so anxious and sad and keep reliving these feelings and emotions and reinforcing it with their story which are all valid But I'm just illustrating for you where they're all just reliving it. It just reinforces it. Because where our mind goes, or attention goes, energy flows. If all we think about and visualize is problems, then problems are all we have. No matter if there's good in our lives or not, because our reality is the one that we are experiencing internally, not the actual one that is happening around us. We cannot experience something outside of ourselves. Why do they answer me this way? Why do they answer me in the negative? And honestly, it is often the first step to to working out the positive. Sometimes we can't go from negative to positive in one step. Sometimes we need a few steps and that's great. Whatever gets us there is the right way to do it, okay? So why do they answer me in, in the negative? It's simple because this is what they know. This is what their brains, bodies, and emotions already know. They either do not know what they want, as in they haven't taken the time to sit down and figure it out exactly, or they've never been there before. They have never been pregnant or without anxiety, so they don't know what it is like. So all they know is they want to be less anxious, okay? It's very hard to embody a visualization if you've never had that experience before. But it is not impossible. Because the pure art of visualizing a future you do want is teaching your body that yes, you can do this. Rather than the negative chatter of no, you can't do this, that it hears all the time anyway. When you fully embody that visualization, you start to teach it, yes, I can. So, how do you fully embody a visualization of being pregnant if you've never been pregnant before, right? Well. This is a bit like the four minute mile or the concept behind it. And it's about possibility. So the story goes that for a long time, people, runners, were trying to break through what seemed like a barrier of running a mile in under four minutes. Nobody had done it before. And then all of a sudden somebody did it. They ran that mile in less than four minutes. So what happened to the other runners when they heard this? Well, they created possibility in their mind that, yes, it can be done. And I bet they visualized themselves achieving it then because they had created the possibility. It was now possible. Before, the thinking had always been that it was impossible. Now, are you feeling like your fertility journey is impossible? Do you think conceiving naturally is impossible for you because it hasn't happened yet, Right. Or are you thinking that pregnancy at all is impossible for you because it hasn't happened yet? Before doing a visualization, put yourself in the space of this being a possibility for you. This is the first step to embodying it. Stepping into the picture of you with your pregnant belly or your millions of dollars or whatever you want to visualize... Um, or you're managing your business whilst having a baby or you're feeling happy and enjoying your life, whatever it is. And I don't mean to freak you out with that, that there is a right way and a wrong way to do visualization because any form of visualization is going to kickstart you in the right direction. But I do want to make sure that you know you are doing it right. Now, I heard Dr. Joe Dispenza say, if you visualize a picture of a car, you attract a picture of a car, Right? We want to take these visualizations out of fantasy in your brain and make them real possibility. But you don't want to stop there because what we want to make sure of when we do our visualizations that we fully embody it, we experience it as if we were there and we believe it. Because if you do your visualization and then undermine it afterwards with a bunch of self-limiting talk like, oh, I hope that worked, You've literally cancelled out your visualisation. Again, that isn't a bad thing. What does that say? That says that you have some thought patterns um, underneath there that you don't really believe what you just imagined. And that's great because at least then you know you need to uncover more that is going on in your mind. More automatic thoughts that need to be shifted. And they don't have to be shifted to the positive, but at least to neutral so they don't undermine what you're trying to do. When we argue with our visualizations, and this goes for mantras too, we tell ourselves already that they aren't true. And studies have shown that just not arguing with your visualization or mantra will increase your likelihood of it coming true. That's crazy, but great. So thought without belief can affect us to some degree, but it will dissipate quickly when we slip back into our old patterns of thinking and being at that automatic level. If you want to do this right, you need to fully commit to believing your visualization, believing that you deserve this, believing that it's possible for you, believing and having that deep knowing that it will happen. And maybe you don't know where or when, but you know deep at your core that every part of you is aligned to this, working out the way you want it to or even better than you could have imagined. So happy visualizing Those beautiful miracles, everyone. Tune in next time to the podcast and remember to leave a review of you getting benefit out of these podcasts so that more women around the world can benefit too as we all band together to make our dreams come true. And as always, if you think you would benefit from one-on-one work, then please go to studiofertility.com, find my calendar and book in for a free 30-minute consultation. I look forward to connecting with you soon. Thanks for listening to the Miracles Happen podcast from Studio Fertility. If you like the show and you want to check out more podcasts, just head to studiofertility.com slash podcasts, or you can leave us a review. When it comes to conceiving your baby, we're going to leave no stone unturned. So join me next time where you will get more insider knowledge that currently only my clients have access to. And let's get your dreams back on track.